This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. It's the 3 o'clock hour. We roll Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello, Matt Scraby, Daily Gambit coming your way here shortly. Lots of news today in sports as we start to get closer and closer to, was it week six? Week seven. Week seven. Week seven of the NFL. Yeah, we got six in the books already. Week seven in the NFL. It's going quick. The NBA season tips off next week. We just got the NHL popping this past week. Or this week, right? Was that Monday we were watching that? Uh, or was that last week? I think it started late last week. Late last week. Yeah. All right. So NBA next week. NBA next week. Speaking of NBA, James Harden, as good of a citizen as he was uh, in camp. Quite the guy. He has decided uh, he was going to go home for a couple of days. He's decided I, 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 to go I, back I, to being the other James Harden. I can't with this guy. I can't. He's he, just, he shows up to practice last week, and he's like all about the team, and then he just goes home. I can't. I'm sorry. I mean, we, we, we saw this. I, I just, com- I, we saw this coming, though. He's he did make a point his first date speaking to the media to say his relationship with Daryl Morey was not repairable, and that only leads to to one thing, which is this: he is going to make it as uncomfortable and as difficult for everybody as possible until. At least he tries to force his way about it. I'm going to give a camera eye roll for all those people who haven't seen it yet. I, I think he is uh, in for a, a long ride. I don't think Daryl Morey is going to give in to this unless he gets exactly what he wants. I honestly, I don't like to agree with Scraby for the second time in less than an hour. And we agreed on the bicycle and annoying riders <laughs> earlier. But I'm going to agree with him again. I One time, I would like to see a player hold a franchise hostage and the player have to pay some sort of penance for that, which is to just not play. I, think- I know it's not likely because the franchise is kind of dumb to do that. They should get something for James Harden and do what's best for their own franchise. But what's best for me personally is just to kind of cut James Harden loose. I, I, I'm tired of his act. So there I go agreeing with Scraby for a second time in 60 minutes. Put that down on tape or on DVR. It's, it's, it's here forever. Now. Yeah. Somebody can always go back and listen to the time. Yeah, Put you that down on lithograph. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Jets made a move today. They uh, traded Hardman. Uh, what's his first name? McCole Hardman. McCole. Goes Hardman. right back to Kansas City. He <laughs> is back where he once was, where he had his most success. I think it's a pretty good move by the Chiefs. It's a great move by the Chiefs. You, you wonder, 
I, it, I don't yeah. know what the Jets are thinking. I mean, I, maybe they weren't using Hardman, but why give him back to Patrick Mahomes, who knows how to use who's him? In your, who's in the side of your conference, too, by right. the way. Right. I mean, you're going to have to get through this team. I mean, the, the Chiefs have been without wide receiver weapons so far this year. I mean, Kelsey's been getting it done pretty much on his own. I'm not going to say Hardman's going to come in there and start catching 14 passes a game, but it's a familiar he's a guy that Mahomes. Mahomes is very familiar with, knows how to get him the ball. I would not have done that if I was the Jets. I would have thought of something different. But. It just it just goes to show you how different things changed once. Uh, I'm gonna keep calling him, almost calling him Brett Favre until Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Because you have to think if Aaron was around, McCall Hardman the, the, the would ball, be being used by be, the Jets. Yeah it'd, yeah, it'd be spread around a lot more. Yeah, but. That has not been the case. Zach Wilson can't even get the ball past the line of scrimmage to these poor guys. Go. What do you got, Scrape? You, look I, like I, you know, the Zach Wilson haters, I don't know why I want to stand up for this guy so much, but I don't think he's played nearly as bad as everybody is saying he's playing. Uh, who's worse, him or Mac Jones? Mac Jones, easy. Yes, easy. That who's, is a, who's worse, him or Brock right Purdy last Sunday? Brock Purdy. Really? Brock Purdy's worse last Sunday than Zach Jones? Zach Jones doesn't exist, I'm but not, Mac sorry. Jones. You know, Zach Wilson. <laughs> Zach Wilson won the game. Yeah, what? brilliantly. Yeah, I think he threw for about six yards <laughs> on Sunday against the Eagles. It doesn't matter. They won the game. Okay. Mac Jones can't win games for his team. Maybe the 49ers ought to trade for Zach Wilson and replace Brock Purdy. What do you think, sir? After last week, might as well. Uh, yeah, you're a, you're such a stop you're it. such a supportive <laughs> fan to your quarterback who had one bad game and some really some pretty huge extenuating circumstances to boot, and you're like already ready to give up on the guy. Don't tell Michael Parsons that because oh, uh, don't we'll get, get into him in, in the Big Five because he thinks that everybody's out to get the Cowboys. Huh, we'll somebody sounds like later. somebody I know. What else? Is Are you new? talking about me? Huh? Let's get to the, let's get to David Gavin. <laughs> Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh, winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Everybody, please gamble responsibly. Now, uh, we had some bets that we made yesterday, and then we'll get to Chris for his bets for tonight. And we're going to start with the Bryce Harper home run was plus 425. And we were saying basically because he's hot, hot, hot. That may, might as well bet on that. We all said, yes, he's going to hit a home run. But the answer was no. He did not hit a home run. Surprisingly, in a large... Uh, how many runs did they end up scoring? A lot. 10 nothing. 10 nothing. okay. Yeah, but they didn't need him last night. No, no, they so, definitely didn't. It's almost funny. The Phillies are so good right now. Harper knows the night that he doesn't really need to hit one. <laughs> and he just kind of let Schwarber and uh, the rest of the guys do the damage. The uh, Phillies minus one and a half on the run line last night. Chris and I said the Diamondbacks. Tony said the Phillies, and the Phillies won. Yeah, that mightily. was embarrassing. So. I mean, I, I went out of my way yesterday to say that I thought that the Diamondbacks would carry over the momentum from late in game one uh, and into game two. And I thought it, you know, it, it, it looked good for the Diamondbacks to get even. Tony said 
they basically have no shot in that stadium <laughs> because Citizens Bank Park is impossible for anybody to win there in the playoffs. And uh, the Trey Turner home run put Arizona out of it early. Early, But the other thing, is, and I'm going to bring it up again, Corbin Carroll led off the game, game one and game two. He got on base both, base both games, and both times he stayed put. He did not try to steal, and I just think that was a mistake. I, I I have to believe that that is uh, uh, his own decision. I, I can't believe that Tori Lovello said, "Hey, would, don't would try." All it. season long, allow those guys to just right. run amok, and then all of a sudden say, "You know what? Let's." let's yeah, let's, I'm not blaming Tori Lovello. I'm blaming whatever happened. Yeah, but yeah. to me, if you're a running team, you got to tell, you got to say, "Hey, we're going to do what we do best." And if you throw me out, good for you. But Corbin Carroll sat there for both game one and game two, and I just thought it sent the wrong message. Yeah, it didn't stop Bryce Harper from trying to steal. He got thrown out. I mean, that this is the you play, you you be who you are. Yeah, in this time, and the Diamondbacks did not do that. We'll see what happens in game three tomorrow. I mean, doesn't that mean they just need to be more aggressive now that they're down two games? Sure, see, it becomes easier to be aggressive because now that you're down because you, yeah. you, you yeah. kind of like. What do we have to lose? Yeah, exactly. Caution to the wind. Yeah. Exactly. Aaron Nola, fifteen over under fifteen and a half outs last night. Uh, Chris said under. Tony and I said over, and he was over. He had eighteen outs. Six in the pretty game. good innings. My goodness. Yeah. Merrill Kelly, four and a half Merrill. strikeouts over under on the game. <laughs> Chris said over. Tony and I said under, and Chris was correct. He had six strikeouts in the game. The, the Avalanche didn't come until the sixth, so he was able to stack a couple strikeouts up. Oh, I thought you were talking about our next bet. <laughs> the oh, Avalanche. That, 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 the Colorado yes. Avalanche. No, you're right. You're right. The Avalanche came after. of runs yes, came after. Yes. The Avalanche were minus one and a half on the puck line. And uh, Chris chose Seattle. Tony and I chose the Avs. And the Avs won four to one. So the Avs are off to the a Kraken nice start. are not working for you and your bets, Chris. No, I thought Seattle would. Uh, they needed a win last night. And uh, Colorado's off to a 3 0 start. So they. And they've won them all on the road. They've looked really good. Golden Knights and the Dallas Stars last night. Totals, goals in the game over under six. Chris said under. Tony said over. I said over. And we were all wrong. Or actually, Chris was Tony right. and I were wrong. Yeah. Chris was right because it went under. They scored five combined goals. Yeah, actually, they scored four. I don't know how they worked because they, the fifth goal was tallied in a shootout. Ah. So I don't know, like in the NHL, if you bet over under on goals, if they count the shootout goal that is awarded to the team that wins the shootout. I don't know if that counts or not. I should look into that. Got to look into that because there was four goals actually scored in the Vegas. But they gave him one more for but the shootout. But you shoot get out. one for the winner of the shootout. So they said oh, the, the, that's how that works. Yeah, they say the final score is three to two, but there's really no goal actually scored. Do they not tie anymore? There's no ties there's in no hockey. Ties. Okay. No more ties. Yeah, right. you play a five minute overtime, which or yeah, five minute overtime, and that is played three on three, which is kind of fun to watch. They just go up and down the ice. Wait, wait, wait. With only, a, they a, take two guys off of each team. During overtime? During overtime. And they play three on three in the regular season only. How, how long has that been going on? Uh, about a couple years. Four years. Oh, okay. Yeah, three or four years. And then if nobody scores, then they go to a shootout to determine the winner. Uh, we are getting on the stream that uh, it's usually just for regulation time for the hockey. Yeah, so the over-under in that game was really four goals Yeah, was scored because the shootout doesn't count. So either way, Chris, either you way. win. Yeah, either way. All yeah. right, what do you got for tonight? All right, here we go tonight. We've got uh, three different sports to deal with. Uh, let's start with college football. The Wednesday night special 
Here's your guys, Sam Houston State. I can't stand them anymore. <laughs> They're home to Florida International. Now, Sam Houston State is 0-6. Yes. They haven't won a game. They are favored by five and a half points oh. over Florida International, a team that is three and four overall, but has lost all four of its conference games. So these are two really, really bad teams, and I love <laughs> when these kinds of games take place. Uh, all right, Scraby. Oh, great. All bad right. teams will start with you. Are, is Florida International the Panthers? Yeah. They are. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. That does not mean you're going to get it. No. Put a good bet. No, I'm just trying to put the logo in my head. Okay. Um, well, I mean, Sam Houston State <laughs> has <important>. been <laughs> so bad. I'm going to take FIU. Take FIU. Take the points. All right. I'm going to take the points also. My strategy is when there's two bad teams, it's going to be close. It's going to be close and low scoring. So take the points. But. Tony, I'll leave it up to you. Yep. We're all going We're all going to go with the FIU. points on this We've one. We've seen enough of Sam Houston Yes, we State. have. <laughs> all right. Uh, WNBA Championship Series Game 4 in New York. The Liberty are favored by six points over the Las Vegas Aces. The Aces are trying to wrap it up, but trying to do so without two key players on the road. Las Vegas trying to become back-to-back champions. New York trying to force a Game 5. I think New York's going to force a game five. I think the injuries are going to take their toll on Las Vegas, and I think the Liberty win, and win by more than six. Tony? Uh, I'll go on aces. Going to take Las Vegas. Get your aces. points. All right. You got them. I feel like they've played. They're the only two teams in the WNBA. It's really interesting. I, I'd have to look it up, but they played like the regular part of their schedule. Yeah. They also played each other in the Challenge Cup. Yeah, whatever that was, three or four times. They've also played in the. Play- it does seem like these two teams have played like forty times. I don't think they, I've they ever have, got a bet. They right have either. the two best rosters. On, yes, they in do. The yes, they're the two super teams. But it seems league. like like Lakers and Celtics still only play each other a couple of times during the season. They don't play like fourteen yeah, games. Anyway, who do you have? Uh, uh, I'm gonna. I'm it's gonna tough. be wrong. So whoever wrong I pick is gonna lose. I'm gonna say. The Liberty. All right. Well, thanks. The Liberty. I need to win that one. I didn't want to lose. <laughs> All right. On to the baseball game. Astros and Rangers. Game three in Texas. Nine runs is the over-under total for this game. And I believe it is Tony's turn to go first. Under. Under. No, I think he said under. Oh, he said under. <laughs> Unfortunately. Let me spell it correctly. <laughs> Unfortunately. Scrabby, what about you? Scrabby. Nine um, runs. I think it's going to go over. Over. All right. No, over. Okay. He's not um, playing this game with I him. I know. He really isn't. He's not even giving in. Playoff games are normally under. And I've been going over the entire postseason and been wrong, so I'll go under this time. All right. And one more in the playoff game tonight because I think it's interesting to see just how well do you think Max Scherzer is going to do. Over under for him is to record 13 and a half outs, which means he'd only need to get two outs in the fifth inning to go over. Hmm. Right? Four and two-thirds innings would be 14. That would put him over. He doesn't even have to pitch five complete innings. Scraby, do you think he'll do it? Scherzer. I mean... Coming off injury. Yeah. Facing the vaunted Astros who are trying to keep their season alive. I think he goes under. 
Under. Yeah. Scraby says no for Scherzer tonight. I'm going to go over. I'm going to have faith in Max Scherzer to gut out five innings against the Astros. He's got five in him. He's got five Tony on says it. he's got five. He's got five. Going over. Yeah, I'm going okay. over. Uh, by right. the way, by the coming way, in. By the, I'm sorry. I was going to say, by the way, the Aces and Liberty played each other five times during the regular That's season. That's it? Yeah. It seems We must have bet on every one of them. Because I feel like we, we they played every day. Yeah, it seemed like they played every day. I agree with you. Tony is five and three so far this week. Scraby and Chris are three and five so far mm, this week. So Tony's good. got the early edge. There's a lot of betting left. Oh Scraby. yeah, oh There's yeah, a lot of lot of gambling left out there. All right, all right. Let's uh, get to break. When we come back, more Gwen and Chris on the way. Here's some traffic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Three twenty-three on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello, Matt Scraby. TV giving us some uh, issues here. I've, my patience has paid off though, and it is uh, working once again as we get set for Game Three of the ALCS. Javier Christian or Christian Christian Javier <laughs> versus Max Scherzer uh, should be a good one tonight in Texas. Uh, Scraby, during the break, you. Uh, your antennas were up again in terms of the Padres. Not really in terms of the Padres. Actually, your antennas were up in terms of the Gigantes. I want to thank Andrew Baggerly for this <laughs> yeah, me personally. Too. Me too. Wherever you are, Andrew Baggerly, and Scrabe will explain to everybody who he is. I want to thank you for putting this out there so that Scrabe could waste our time with this notion. I don't think it's a waste of time at all, guys. I know you don't. Andrew Baggerly writes for The Athletic that... The Giants uh, have a lot of work to do in the offseason, and one, if not the most important thing in the offseason, would be for them to find a manager. Mm-hmm. And they find So they're Gabe just going to go get somebody who's under contract coming back to another team. Here's the thing that Andrew Bagley writes. He what said, did he write? He said, uh, here's the quiet part out loud. This is a quote. 
it makes little sense for the Padres to fire Melvin and pay out his roughly $4 million salary when another team could hire him away and relieve them of that obligation. Padres are also within their rights to ask for compensation from an NL West rival if the Giants request permission to speak with Melvin. So they and can why parlay the this into a trade. To, and why would the Padres want to get rid of him so badly? Do they have somebody better in mind? No, but I'm No, I'm, they don't. So there's your answer. Why would the Padres even remotely entertain getting rid of Bob Melvin after they've already said they're bringing him back? They're going to look like they're going to look like dummies. We'll wait. <laughs> We're going to look like dummies. Yeah. I mean, well, here's AJ the cons- Preller went out and told everybody Bob Melvin's coming back as my manager. And then Bob Melvin And Bob Melvin confirmed it. So Have why does everybody actually- keep writing articles? Have we actually what? Bob Melvin literally was texted quoted Bernie, to Bernie Wilson, Wilson and said, I will be back as manager next year. I don't understand how this guy, Andrew Baggerly, or people like you reading these articles people can like continue to yeah. think that Bob Melvin is going to be manager of the Giants. Now, you can put this on on tape if you'd like. So that the day that Bob Melvin becomes manager of the Giants, you can play it over and over, and uh, and, will. and I'm sure you will. But I'm really not too concerned that that'll ever happen. Well, Bob Melvin has never officially said yet that. Like I haven't heard from his voice. He hasn't spoken he hasn't to the told media an, he about hasn't it. Told you? Yes, he, he just has. texted Bernie Wilson no. about it. He was later in an article the very next day, an AP. He's quoted in it. Sanders unfinished business, all that and the other. Yeah, man. I just, I, I just I, don't I, know that all of the stuff this that is we the read. Z and you right here. I just don't know that all of the do, stuff do, do, that do. we have read throughout the maybe last month of the season or maybe last two weeks of the season. I just don't know that that's all like fake and it's just all smoke. I don't. They don't all have to be fake in order for him to return. All those things that were written could be true. And he still could return. And he still is returning. And he's still under contract to return. And it has been told everybody by the general manager who is his boss that and he's the returning. And himself. And the guy himself says he's coming back. I don't. I, these guys are all going to look like fools. A.J. Preller, Bob Melvin, and me. And me. And Tony. They're <laughs> all going to look like fools if he ends up in San Francisco. I, I don't see how this is going to happen. And I don't. You, you keep saying, like Andrew Baggerly writes, well, the Padres could trade and get somebody, but they don't want to get rid of him. So, so, I mean, why is this even an option? I think because there are currently. Because we've 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 exhausted our options here in town with the media and they and what they've found out from this, but I do believe Andrew Baggerly is a legit writer. He writes for the Athletic. He's a good writer, and I don't think he's writing something if there's just nothing there. The most the most hilarious part of all of this is to walk in this afternoon on Scraby and Adam Klug together in the back office. Deliciously going over the possibilities of this article. (laughs) And oh, this Andrew Baggerly, he knows everything. He's a genius. This guy's the great. I mean, Adam Klug, our program director, is on record as saying until the Giants hire a manager, then he's going to believe Bob Melvin's leaving. And I said, have at it. See, I'm not that. Go ahead and believe that. I remember telling him that he was dead wrong when he said that. I know. And he has since. By he, I mean Bob Melvin has since talked to Bernie Wilson. He's talked to, I think he talked to to, to Kevin Acey the following day. I think it was his article that had his quotes in it. And Scraby is now 
I think moved ahead of Adam in terms of no his, his no one could be ahead of Adam. Are you kidding? I think he's moved ahead. No one could be ahead of Adam. You just did, buddy. No, we were having a good conversation, and you know what? He actually did open my mind to this possibility. I don't want Bob Melvin going anywhere. I will say it a million times, but... Listen, he could open your mind to the the, the Matrix for all I care. <laughs> the Matrix. Right. And you kind of do want to see it happen now. <laughs> no, because no. You would have one of the all-time I told you so's in the history of this show. I don't want that to be an I told if you so, leaves. though. You do. No, I don't, because that It'd would be, be a bad radio. thing for the Padres and for Padres it fans. It would be bad for the Padres. I agree, but it'd be good radio. And I think you 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 would like that. You guys would just continue to be like, well, you don't believe in this team. You you said you want Bob like ten years from now. Remember that time you wanted Bob Melvin out of San, San Diego? That's what you guys are going to say. Oh, that's I hope we're on in ten years. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, no kidding. All right, uh, let's get to break. When we come back, uh, Big Five on the way. Nope, no, that Big Five. Rate the radio Rate call. Rate the radio call. <laughs> <laughs> Rate the radio call on the way. Work with a Chris. John Cantera on the fan. Bill Center joins us on 97.3 The Fan. I really enjoy working with you, and you know that. But I think Braden's one of the up-and-coming young stars in the, in the media game in San Diego. Hey, absolutely. There's no doubt about it. You know why, Bill? Because he's not afraid of hard work. And uh, congratulations. 335 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello. Matt Scraby. Rate the radio call on the way. Sean Watson continues to be out for the Cleveland Browns, and now all of a sudden no timetable after a micro tear in the shoulder. Excellent news for Browns fans. <laughs> P.J. Walker's 1-0. Knocked off the best team in football. He did. He did. So leave Deshaun Watson on the bench where he belongs. P.J. Walker. The 49er Slayer. How bad? Yeah. <laughs> how bad is, honestly, how bad has Deshaun Watson been for Cleveland? I mean, what did they pay? 200-something mil. I mean, they, they, they not only paid a king's ransom for him, they sold their soul as an organization to get him. Uh, and all they've gotten in return is basically a mess. Five years, $230 million. Yeah, guaranteed, all right? Or most guaranteed. of it's guaranteed? Of it. All. Yeah, it is all, actually. All guaranteed. All guaranteed. And don't forget that the Browns did the, did him a favor uh, last year, and they paid him less than a million dollars, so his fines from the NFL were very small. Well, I, I mean, to me, selling your soul is even worse than giving all that money away. He's making I th- yearly cash. It says $46 million. Yeah, Browns deserve better. Their fans deserve a whole lot better than this. I mean, like I said before, I have two two uh, people from Cleveland in the uh, in the complex where I live, and they're both no longer Browns fans, and they're serious about that. They're not just like kicking it around. They really will not root for the Browns as long as Deshaun Watson is anywhere near that franchise. And maybe that's harsh, but that's the way people. A lot of some people feel anyway. And stopped the Browns yet? So that's that's the thing that ultimately <laughs> is going to have to get their attention. Like, hey, you're losing fans because of the decisions you're making. No, but, fair point. Uh, the other quarterback who uh, better news, Kyler Murray, returns to the practice field this week after being sidelined last year with a torn ACL. Um, will he play this week? I think it's unlikely. It sounds like Dobbs will continue to hold the. 
uh, Josh Dobbs will continue to hold the quarterback position down for the Arizona Cardinals. But probably pretty good news for the for the uh, Cardinals at this point, getting a pretty good quarterback back. How much longer before these guys tear their ACL and they're back in like six months instead of because this was three hundred days ago now for Kyler Murray. It used to be well over a year yeah. for a torn ACL. Now it's under a year, and that's all because of the you technology, know yeah. the technology and the improvement and everything, and you know the the doctors and the 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 ability to operate on these you know situations and do it better, so they can come back sooner. Yeah, I mean that's the beauty about modern medicine is that it it keeps advancing and. Yeah, these surgeries, whether it's an ACL or an Achilles or whatever it is, they're finding better ways to do it. They're finding different ways to do it that sometimes right. require less. Um, rehab. And I know you don't think Aaron Rodgers can come back, but if he does I mean, somehow I, come back, it's going to set the table for a lot of other guys. I will say this: I, I, I don't buy him like throwing passes on the field, and as that being like a. He didn't actually pick he, up his leg either. Right, here's what I'm saying. It was, he was still dragging. But the mere fact that he's walking this early without crutches, I, I mean, my wife tore her Achilles. I remember my dad had Achilles. Like, there was no, like, walking around this soon. Like, you were, if you were moving around, you were literally hopping around or you got one of those in-home scooters that you lay your leg on and you, mm. nobody I know that has walked that quick. Now, so, listen, I don't think he'll make it back in order to play some football, but where he's at right now certainly seems like it's yeah. pretty impressive. Jalen Ramsey's back at practice well as well. So the that. Dolphins. Saw that. He injured he his left surgery, meniscus right? yeah. on July 27th. So two and a half months ago, he was otherwise this world done for the season. Yeah. Instead, here he is in week seven starting to practice. Uh, Dolphins say he's not going to play this week against the Eagles, but might not be too much longer before he's on the field. Yeah. So it's it truly is awesome to see the the advances we've we've come come with in med, in modern medicine. All right, let's get three forty on the clock. We got some traffic. Then we got rate right the radio call from the ninety seven three the fan traffic center. Here's Kelly Danik from the really really good. Back to the wall. It's gone. He throws, it's caught. <laughs> Nixon streaking down the sideline to the 20. That's oh, a block baby, from Chase baby. and runs it into the end. We got some radio calls. Gwen and Chris are going to rate them. <laughs> Right-handed hitter back in there. Strasburg ready to go. It's rate the radio call. The one-two pitch slider. Strike three called. A no-hitter. On 97.3 The Fan. Oh, rate the radio call. If you're watching on the cameras, we all just mouth the words to each play-by-play call there. My favorite, obviously, Bengals guy. Chris, we have a call uh, for from Ryan on the stream. He says, 49ers and Dolphins Super Bowl. What do you think about that? Um, well, the Dolphins are in the Super Bowl. I'd be happy with that. Okay. Skin crushed. Forty Niners were in the Super Bowl. I would not be happy with that part. <laughs> you would be happy if they lost in the Super Bowl to the Miami. The Dolphins, Dolphins have been waiting uh, over forty years to get back at the Forty ers for the beatdown they suffered in Super Bowl nineteen. I'll be a Dolphin fan that day. I know you would be. 
All right, let's get to it. I uh, I bring some calls from the last week or so radio calls, and then the guys rate them on a scale of 1 to 10. We're going to start with Colorado State. They were playing Boise State football, and uh, Boise State was Boise. I'm sorry, was up thirty to twenty four with just six seconds left in the game. Colorado State has the ball, and they are on their on the Boise State thirty two yard line. So here is that call. Should be the final play of the game. Shotgun snap. Fowler Nicolosi steps up, throws deep in the end zone. Here's the jump ball. Knocked down. Yes! No! It's gone. Holger. He was on the ground. Yes, sir. Dallin Holger, the shoestring catch, and we're tied at thirty apiece with no time on the clock. <laughs> so he was very excited. He was very excited. Chris, you're up first. One to ten. Rate that radio call. Not my favorite. Call. <laughs> Scraping. Okay. Give it a five. A five? Why? I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Um, I know he was depressed at the beginning of the call because <laughs> he felt like the game was over. But I think you got to have a little enthusiasm for the final play of the game and say, hey, they're going to launch it into the end zone. And I just I couldn't go from cold to hot as fast as he went. It, it just was too big of a jump for me. Um, from complete, total, de- utter depression to <laughs> screaming at the top of his lungs, which is not my favorite thing, even in an exciting moment like that. Uh, Tony, 1 to 10 rate that radio call. Can I hear it one more time? Yes, you may. Here we go. Should be the final play of the game. Shotgun snap. Fowler Nicolosi steps up, throws deep in the end zone. Here's the jump ball. Knocked down. Yes! No! It's gone! Holger! He was on the ground! Yes! The shoestring catch, and we're. T- um, I'm gonna give it a seven and a half. With no time on the clock, <laughs> he really gets into that. He got that WWE one. on me. At oh the end yeah, there, yeah, he sure. did. Well, well he was, didn't know what the heck was happening. It so. almost sounded like the color guy took over as the play-by-play guy. It was weird. He hopped in there for a he second. Did. He, and he, he in said it was batted d- down. Okay. The play-by-play set guy said, it, said was it was batted, batted down. down. No, no, it wasn't. No, <laughs> it was caught for a five-point rating on rate the radio call. I will give him a seven. All right. Seven. Okay. Give him a little higher. All right. Washington <laughs> and Oregon played over the weekend, and uh, this one came down to the end as well. It was Washington leading. The Ducks, 36-33. However, the Ducks did have a field goal attempt here with four seconds left. I am trying to see where they're at on the field, but I'm not sure how. It's about a 40-something yard or maybe 45 yard. All right, so the Ducks have to make this to tie the game. Here it is, um, Washington Radio. This from 42. Good snap, good hold. Kick is on the way. Kick is up. End over end kick. He's broken. He missed it. He missed it wide right. He missed it wide right. I don't believe it, Cam. I don't believe it. It's pandemonium at Husky Stadium. You're not keeping him off the field here. Washington 36, Oregon 33 in a classic. 
All right, Tony. One felt, to ten, rate that radio call. I hear that again. It felt intentional. Every time the play-by-play guy got himself together to talk, my man was like, yeah! Like, right as he's getting ready. Can I hear it one more time? Whoops. This from 42. Good snap. Good hold. Kick is on the way. Kick is up. End over end kick. He's down. He missed it. He missed it wide right. He missed it wide right. I don't believe it, Cam. I don't believe it. Yeah, there was too much of that going on there. I'm going to give that a six. A six. Is there anything to your guys' ranking that this was not as big of a play as these guys are making it? I didn't realize the Oregon-Washington rivalry was that I huge. I didn't either. I mean, uh, Washington-Washington State I thought was much bigger. Uh, the fans did go crazy. They I did. Mean, they, they stormed that field. It was pandemonium. It was outright bedlam there after that field goal was missed. It felt bigger to Washington than it did to Oregon. To I think part of that's true. And the other part of it is the fact that he missed a field goal. I mean, the guy made it sound like it was a seven-yard field goal. I mean, it was still 42 yards. That is missable. It looks like it was good, too, until maybe the last, well, like, 10 yards. I, I, I agree with Tony. A six is no is about right for this. It's you got to strike the right chord, and I just don't think the right chord was struck there. So you're giving it what? Six. Six. Two six sixes. Well. Back-to-back right. sixes. On now there. we move into Houston. Remember last Houston. week, Houston – they were playing, uh, gosh, I'm com- West Virginia, sorry. Completely oh, we're talking oh, college. Okay. College football. My, my brain is just not working. Hmm. But Houston was uh, playing, as I said, West Virginia. West Virginia was leading 39-35. It was two seconds left in the fourth quarter. Houston has the ball from midfield, and they're throwing up a prayer. Back to pass. Donovan Smith. Smith steps up in the pocket, unloads it, throws it all the way downfield into the end zone. Tipped, and it is caught! Caught by the Cougars! Caught for a touchdown! Unbelievable! Caught by Stephon Johnson! The ball was tipped up in the air, and the Cougars win the game on the final play! Unreal! Unreal! The Cougars... First ever Big 12 conference win. So there you go, Chris. 1 to 10 rate that radio call. I'll go a little better on that one. I thought he hit the uh, right notes there. Uh, Description of the play was good. Uh, The setup was good. I kind of could picture the ball being tipped up in the air. His uh, surprising reaction, I'll give him an eight and a half, and then I'll take off a half for the color guy jumping in and screaming over him. But (laughs) having been a color guy who jumped in and screamed over Ted Leitner a couple of times, I understand it, especially on a crazy play like that. I just wish that you know color guys could let the play-by-play guys finish the call. But I give him a good solid eight. That was that that seemed to strike the right chord for me. Tony, yep, eight for me as well. Um, It's it's pretty apparent that. There's different etiquette in football, college or NFL versus baseball, in terms of play-by-play color man etiquette. I, I, I'm all. It's, I think it's almost baked in a cake that you have to yell. Almost. Yeah, maybe so. Because it, it, it seems like, like we was, get it all yeah. the time with football. Ted Leitner didn't think so when I yelled. He, <laughs> he didn't think that. I was supposed to yell. He did not think that I was supposed to do that. He wasn't feeling that. Huh? <laughs> no, he wasn't. So yeah. But uh, yeah, that was a pretty exciting play. I mean, that was. that that hit out of nowhere because it looked like West Virginia had that game won for sure. 
Yes, yes, it did. All right, let's go. I'm trying to. Uh, yes. Where did you yes, go for did. a moment? I, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to other calls in my ear as you guys are talking. <laughs> and, uh, yes, yes, it did. Uh, you guys remember when Bryce Harper hit that long home run against the Braves against Bryce and Elder? My, my guys were standing on top of the roof. You yes, about? yes, yes. I remember that. Well, here's the Spanish version of that call, and uh, here we go. All right, so I know uh, we're not we're an English speaking show, but one to ten rate that radio call, Tony. It feels like it should be a ten. Yes, it does it definitely does. I, feel I, like I, it should I be a ten. I could only make out some of it, but it was on point. The uh, the energy was where it needed to be. Always is, yeah. And uh, I made out what three run homer. Yeah, Bryce um, Harper. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. Perfecto. <laughs> yeah, that was a. I get out of ten. All right, Chris, one to uh, ten, rate that radio. Column. I give it an once. An once, yeah. I, I thought it was awesome. I love the I love the Spanish calls, and when they're able to, you know, make it to where I can kind of understand part of it, and it's not just gibberish. Because a lot of times the Spanish broadcasters give it the andale, 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 and they kind of just go falling all over themselves. Gravy, Yeah, that, now that's brilliant. Now that's, that's I hit that home run off of Chris Elba. That's Eduardo Ortega there. That's brilliant. But some of the Spanish broadcasters lose me by getting a little too crazy. I thought this one was perfectly restrained and perfectly exciting. Really good. All right. I, I can got... listen to that one again. It was so oh, good. Oh, you want to listen to it again? Yeah, I liked it that All much. All right. Let's see it, it again. Yeah. Let's go. In <laughs> Immenso, it's, uh, it's an immense blast. I love that part. That's my favorite part of the whole Money. thing. So Very good. All right, next call is going to be another college football call. It's Western Kentucky and uh, a team that we've bet on a few times here recently, Jacksonville State. It's tied, four seconds left. Jacksonville State is lining up for a field goal, and here it is be a 41-yard attempt right in the middle of the field. Thomas Peterson will snap. The shift. Lines are set. Snap good. Hold good. Flag on the play. He slipped as he kicked it. The kick is good. Watch the flag. If they were <laughs> off sides. Yeah. He, he slipped as he kicked it in Karaja. Yeah. Barely got over. Offside. On the defense. Number four. Penalties declined. Ball game is over. Jacksonville State upsets Western Kentucky. The Gamecocks transitioning from FCS to FBS. So there you go. That's Jacksonville State. The reason I'm playing this call is because I felt like that was a much bigger deal than they than they made it made it sound. So Chris, you're up one to ten. Rate that radio. I call. give the actual play by play guys about a four. I give the referee a six and a half. Though. Really he came in there a nicely. Six and a yeah. half. It was offside on the defense. Ball Best game decline. over. The ball game is over. That's what the play-by-play guy should have said. So He didn't. He was like, Jacksonville State. 
Don't Lining be doing up for that. The field goal. There he goes, making fun of people who have a twang. I'm not again, making fun of anyone. And I'm going to get stopped on the street by somebody who has a bit of a twang and say, "You tell your producer not to make fun of hey, us like that." You're grouping them you're waiting all in. in the waters that you're on your own, buddy. Yeah, I, be careful. I'm not making fun of anyone with you a southern kind of accent. Are. Like you, you are. kind of are. I'm not though, Tony. One to ten, rate that radio call. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just bites off more than he can chew and keeps on. I I, I would. I'd love to have a southern accent. I, first of all, I was confused with all the different sound effects that were going on while that was happening. <laughs> yeah, what was that? I didn't about? know if we were like actually. No, that was from the that game. That was from the game. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with a four, much like Chris did, just overall. Believe it at that. Yeah, it the referee's be. not going to get a. He's not no, getting a really. No, being nice to the official. Yeah, he was there. being nice to the official because he's a you know fellow fellow official. Yeah, looking out for him. But yeah, no, nah, this was a four. Did you know that he slipped when he kicked that ball? <laughs> I think I heard that. I think I heard I that. Did. All right, that's it for Rate the Radio Call this week. Hopefully we get some good uh, playoff baseball calls if any of these series get any closer. Yeah. That's when the calls they've, they've become kinda, the best. The Phillies have sucked the drama out of this series so Same far. with the Rangers. Yeah, both of them. So. All right, 4 o'clock hour on the way. You know what that means. Chris versus the fans. 833-288-0973. When we return. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 